it's the one place where you can buy a don't tread on me shirt and not have it as a souvenir for your January 6th riot. record when I mentioned where we went, but we went to Colonial Colonial Williamsburg and uh, I gotta say it was a it was a bit of a letdown for us a little bit because um, when you go to the actual colonial village there, you know, we expected just we expected people dressed up everywhere. We expected them on every street corner. We expected them, you know, living their life and walking the streets and greeting everybody. Um, but you can't get anybody to work. No, you can't. You really not even the not even the um, not even in the in the late 1700s. They they were in the buildings, and you could go inside like a, a blacksmith shop. Or a, a, I went into the printing press, which was kind of neat. Um, other than that, though, they were uh, they weren't they weren't really all around like you would think they would have been. So that was kind of let down and and we went at christmas time thinking it was going to all be decorated and you know just it it you know kind of wasn't but when we when you do go into the places though it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to, to know that you're standing in the on the same hardwood floors that george washington had a meeting in and things like that so you know it was cool right if you're if you're an old man like me it was all right i i yeah i like I like that. The coolest thing, though, is um, we went to Jamestown to the first to the site of the first Jamestown settlement, and uh, that was pretty cool because they they still had you know archaeologists and people like that out there digging and finding you know finding things even today that uh, um, yeah pretty cool pretty cool to know that uh, and whatnot yeah pretty pretty cool to know that that's where where the first Europeans landed before they completely decimated all native people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not cool. It's, it's a joke. That's what they did. That's that's that happened. And that, that that's what happened. That happened. Uh, yeah. So anyway. So it, you're you ready for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprisingly ready. I'm usually scrambling these last few days, wondering what to get the wife, but took care of that back in November, so I'm good. How about you? Oh, sure. Ready, ready, ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. We shot a we shot a uh, a video of the president at Campbell University, and last year we did a Christmas story, and he dressed up in a pink bunny outfit at the end. And he liked these movie parodies so much that this year he wanted to do the Christmas vacation lighting scene. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had to direct the president of a university, two camel mascots, and a couple extras on a uh, 
and uh, do a, a parody video last week that we're sharing today. And in the middle of it, while I'm telling a camel to here, go ahead, stick this ornament in your mouth because it would be funny. Um, I sat there realizing that at one point in my life, I wanted to be the editor of the Washington Post. Oh my God. And then, uh, you know, and then here I am at 45 directing a, a camel to, uh, to put an ornament in his mouth so the president of a university can take the ornament out and wipe the slobber off before he hangs it on a tree. So, well, you know what they say, democracy democracy dies in darkness, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not necessarily. Didn't things didn't necessarily go the way I planned. I guarantee you that directing that video was a billion times less stressful than being the editor of the Washington post. Uh, you would think so, but the president was 45 minutes late and we were dealing with sunset and, uh, Oh no, I take it all back then. Yeah. We wanted to film the opening scenes in daylight and he, uh, was supposed to get there at four. He didn't get there till 445. So we had about 15 minutes left of twilight and we had to, to film the opening scene with no retakes, you know, just, just run through it because uh he was 45 minutes late it was highly stressful because of that did he did he absolutely nail it though yeah he he's, he's a good sport you know i had him for those who've seen christmas vacation before he lights his his house um he sings joy to the world really boisterously and uh i had to convince a university president with a couple of doctorates and um, to, to do that. And, uh, he was a good sport about it. So it went well. All good. Yeah. Well, now Keep we got a curtain. Now we got to move on to filming the rants Christmas video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or not. Yeah. Well, so our guest this week is Sheriff Tracy Carter, who has been Sheriff of Lee County since 2006. Uh, Sheriff Carter has announced his retirement effective January 1st, and so uh, we thought we'd have him on to talk about his tenure and, and his time in office and his decision to uh, to hang it up. Um, Tracy, I, I feel like I, I feel like we've been on a first name basis for a long time. Um, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I don't think this is your first time, is it? No, I think this is my second or maybe third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've done a lot of uh, interesting media. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. The Zoom is still new to me, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I guess let's just cut to the chase. You know, what made you decide that this was going to be it and what made you decide, you know, that um, that you wanted to to retire now and, and have a new sheriff appointed? What What, what led to all this? Well, you know, going into into uh, to my time as sheriff, you know, the first time I ran in 02 and and uh, didn't win the first time I ran again in 06. And, you know, I, I mean, I told people that were close to me that 
if I could, if, if I'm fortunate enough to stay in more than one term and could get three terms, I might, I might stay one more. Um, and I'm in my fourth term now. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not a, and I'm not being sarcastic when I say this, but it's not a lifetime commitment. It's, it's a four year term and you do the best you can do. And, and hopefully you, you leave it in a better condition than it was when you, uh, you know, when you took over. I mean, I just didn't want to, I, I don't, I didn't want to be the, the guy that stayed too long, you know, and I, and I right. think that, that in this day and time, um, three to four terms is enough for anybody to be in this season. That's just my opinion. I've got sheriffs that would totally disagree with me on that. And I know that each county is different. Um, but, you know, I, I, a part of me believes in term limits. And, you know, you, you can stay in a position too long. And I was fortunate enough to be sheriff for almost 15 years. And um, I, I feel like that my staff and I have done a good job moving things forward. And, I think it's in a, a good place uh, for the next sheriff and, and the next sheriff that will be appointed will be Brian Estes. And of course, he'll have to run next year, but uh, I have a lot of confidence in Brian and I, he's got the ability to, to move things forward and, and uh, take it to the next level. You mentioned uh, every county being different. What do you think is unique about being sheriff of Lee County? Wow. Um, well, I'll, I'll brag on my, my citizens here. Um, you know, the, the people in Lee County want good law enforcement. You know, there, there used to be a time when sheriffs stayed in office because they were good politicians and they got out and politics. And, you know, we, and I do that. I mean, I, you know, I, the politics is part of it. But, but I really think that you have to provide a good service to the people here in Lee County. Lee County's not going to put up with you if you don't provide a good service. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, Lee County is, is pretty much cut and dry in that area. They want a sheriff that's going to look out for them and protect their county as best that he or she can and uh, with the staff. So, I, you know, I think that, that providing that, that service is, is, is what you got to have here in Lee County. I mean, it's no, there's, there's just no in between. And I mean, at least that's how I feel about Lee County. And I think, I think that's, that's safe things about the people here um you know we've got a we've got a good a good county that supports law enforcement and um you know the people are uh, you know I, I love the citizens in the county yeah we got our problems and there's you know there's bad people in every group but um as a as a whole we have a good we have a good county what do you think is different about lee county from from 15 years ago when you when you became sheriff well there's there's definitely more people here living here now and um i think that lee county is is doing better um uh, with you know economic development with schools um i think that lee county has improved uh, you know a lot over the past 15 years and i feel like we've been a part of that because you've got to have good law enforcement um and when i say when i talk about law enforcement in lee county i'm talking about the Sanford PD, the Broadway PD, the, the Highway right. Patrol. You know, we all work together, and I, I, I feel uh, feel very good about the, the law enforcement protection we have here in Lee County. So I think things have improved um, as far as service to the to the county from from what we do. 
Um, I mean, I, I think Lee County's improved, you know, in, in all the way around. I mean, you know, right. with the schools, um, could, could we could we do better? Sure. You know, we can always do better, but I think that Lee County's in a good place right now. What about you? What's different about Tracy Carter after 15 years of, sheriff, of being sheriff? I'm older, uglier. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't take myself serious, that serious. Um, right. You know, I, I, I feel like, um, you know, to me, life is full of adventures. You know, you, 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 um, and I don't, I, I don't believe in, you know, hopping around and doing different things, but, you know, you take on a challenge and you do your work. And then you have to know when it's time to move on to something else. And I mean, you know, I, I, there's always things that you wish you could have done a little better at uh, when you, you know, look at your career and, and, you know, if you could go back and do things differently. But, you know, I feel, I feel very good about my tenure as sheriff and the things that we've accomplished. And, you know, my goal from day one is to take, is to take law enforcement to the next level. Um, I think people the sheriff's office um, now um, in, a, in a better way than they did 15 years ago. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. You know, the sheriffs before me, they did their work. And, you know, and, and I feel like I've done my work at pushing things forward. And, and I believe Brian will do the same thing. I think he'll, he'll make it even better than what, we've, than, than what we have now. And that's what it should be. Sure. Uh, and you mentioned Brian, um, Brian Estes, who ha has gotten the appointment from the county to, to take over from you. He'll be sworn in on January 1st. I've known Brian a long time, as have you. Um, but what was it about him that uh, that, you know, why, why does he have your confidence to, to take over um, and finish your term? Well, you know, I've got I've got several um, individuals in my organization that that you um, could step up to the plate and do the job, but, you know, you have to pick somebody to groom. And sure. um, Chief Deputy and I decided a while back that that person would be Brian. And, you know, we've, uh, you know, and I, and I just, and I'm not going to, I don't want to get into what other people do and what other sheriffs yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think that's the right way to do it. You know, you, because your time's going to come to an end. You can't, it's not a lifetime appointment. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to come to an end. And, um, and I think it's important to groom people to, to take over. And, you know, Brian's just getting into politics. Um, the, the law enforcement side of it, providing that good service, he's got that. Um, the political side, you know, he's got to learn that on his own. But he knows that, that he's got to do the work. Um, and he'll have to get elected next year if he wants to stay in the seat. And I believe he will. You, you mentioned the political side of things, and sometimes politics is a bad word. And I don't necessarily mean politics is a bad word in this case, but when Billy and I were talking about doing this interview, it was kind of like, well, the sheriff's been one of the most prominent political figures in this county for the past decade and a half. Like, talk about the political side of the job and, and what that requires and what some of the some of the challenges are, um, you know, in, in balancing uh, not the need to get elected, but the fact that it's a political office with the job of law enforcement. 
Well, I think there's a balance there. Um, when you do what I do, you know, I'm a Republican. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that fact. I mean, I had to pick a party and I, and I, and that's the party that I'm in. And, but I serve everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, and you have to, you have to, um, let your constituents know that. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we all have to, you know, play, play party politics sometimes. Maybe that's not the right word to use, but, but, um, when you're sheriff, you, you, well, you do, you serve everyone. So you have to be mindful of that. Um, and, you know, you just have to, you just have to be mindful of that because you serve everyone and you don't want to alienate your, your citizens by them thinking that, you know, that the political party matters and, you know, and who you deal with. Hey, Tracy. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, we were fortunate in that uh, you had you served multiple terms and and you served um, long enough to develop continuity and develop a uh, uh, you know to really establish what your sheriff's office is going to be. And it sounds like um, with with um, with your replacement now with Brian, um, he's going to continue kind of that same uh, you know the the same I guess flow that that you helped develop. Um, in other counties, though, you know, you see a lot of turnover every four years with with the sheriff's departments. Uh, what um, what do you feel like? Um, how, how does that hurt a county? I guess if if you have you know turnover every four years, and how does it help a county to have someone in that seat for so long? Well, I think that, and you can't you can't say this for every time that happens in a, you know, in another jurisdiction where they, there's not stability and there's turnover every four years. But for the most part, I think it's because there's, there's problems there. There's internal problems. And that's when people will often vote for, you know, change and not that, I mean, any, any agency, any um, sheriff's office is going to have problems, but, you know, you, you, you have to make sure your organization is is doing what it's supposed to be doing, providing that good service. And I think that's what cuts down on, you know, an outsider coming in and taking over and, you know, tearing everything down and rebuilding, so to speak. Sometimes that happen, but I don't, in, you know, I'm just speaking from the heart. Uh, I don't have any notes today. I, you know, I think that um, that's why I, I would like to see Brian Estes get elected because I think he can, that he'll continue building um, on what we have and, and, and he'll do things better and, and provide an even better service as time moves forward. He understands that. You have to I feel, yeah. I feel like, I feel like the sheriff's position is one of those that transcends the party that if a sheriff is, is uh, doing the job that he was, he or she was, you know, voted to do that. Um, that 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 even you know a lot of people will jump party lines to vote for a good sheriff. Do you, is that an is that an assessment you agree with? Absolutely, I, I I agree with that totally. It's a, it's a different. It's a you can't compare it to the commissioner's race or the or the NC House or the you know the mayor or the alderman. It's it's totally different, and people do vote across party lines. You know a lot and. Um, but it, it, it all comes down to constituent service. You have to provide a good service to your citizens. And if you're doing that, 
then you know that you know I think that that you you know things continue in that in that direction. Um, I think when there's problems is when people come in and and there's not stability and this when outsiders can come in. What do you look forward to seeing the sheriff's office do or um you know, what, what kinds of things do you look forward to seeing implemented when, when Brian's the sheriff? Have you guys had those kind of conversations? I'm sure you've been a resource to him as he's transitioning uh, into this new role. What do you, what do you look forward to seeing? Well, you know, Brian's going to have to make his, his own decisions. Um, and I have tried to instill in him as, as much as I can about, you know, when you make a decision, there's always going to be a reaction to everything you do, mm-hmm. and just decisions. And and again, it's it's about the service that you provide. Um, you know, he he'll do. I think he'll he'll make some changes initially, um, but you know, he's he's going to have to. He'll be the one that's going to make those decisions. I mean, I've I've done my best to to get Brian trained, but mm-hmm. I think Brian wants to be and, and should be. You know, his own man, and he and he will be. What's and I, if he needs to call me, I'll always be a resource to him. Uh, the sheriffs, our sheriffs association, they do a good job at mentoring uh, new sheriffs. You know, partner mm-hmm. with you know with veteran sheriffs. They did that with me, and so Brian will have that resource too. But um, but you know, Brian, will, I have a lot of confidence in. What are what are your plans? Are you going to be um, are you going to be the guy who retired but shows up at the office a couple times a week to shoot the breeze, or you, have you got plans for for uh, you know for other things to keep yourself occupied? Well, i've I've got friends that's going to remind me if I start aggravating people that have to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be the guy, I'm not going to be that guy that shows up at the office. You know, I've, I don't, you know, I mean, I'll be there for them if they need me, but, you know, this is their, this is their, this is going to be their baby. So, Mm -hmm. and I, if, if I felt, if I had any reservation about their ability to run things and and keep it going in the right direction, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So, right. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to some downtime. I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue working um, in some capacity. I'm just not sure exactly what that's going to be. Um, I do have a, a, a small part-time job now. Uh, I won't go into that, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's important to stay, to stay busy. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to, to, uh, to exercise a little more, and maybe, you know, hopefully get back in better shape. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that happens to us as we get older sometimes, but, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm just going to kind of decompress a little bit before I, I jump into my next adventure. Well, after 30 years, 30 plus years in law enforcement, um, almost 35, right? Um, yes, it's gotta be a little bit daunting to, you know, be getting ready to look at it from, from the outside. Um, I mean, you you mentioned to me that you had some thoughts on law enforcement in general that you wanted to go into. Um, you know, what's it going to be like as an, as an observer? Well, I want to be I want to be a supporter of, of law enforcement always. Um, and 
you know, some of my my uh, fellow sheriffs, they remind me that, you know, once you're a retired sheriff, you're still always a sheriff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to I, I want to continue supporting law enforcement, um, you know, however I can. I, I think that and, you know, I may have people that disagree with me on this, but I, I we need to do things that's going to help people stay in law enforcement. And one of the things that I would like to see um, pass is the 25 year retirement for first responders, not just for law enforcement, but for all first responders. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would help um, keep people in this business. You know, it's going to be hard to get to get people to stay 30 years in this profession because of the demands and the responsibility and the law enforcement's changed. Um, and, you know, more is required of us, you know, through training and, and uh, um, you know, and laws that change. I mean, there's the Senate Bill 300 that recently passed is going to require law enforcement to, to, um, to document um, things better especially when you have problem employees, which we do that anyway, mm-hmm. but it, making that part of the law now to make it, you know, to make agencies more accountable. But, you know, I'm not one of these that thinks law enforcement's broke, um, you know, but there, there are things we can do to make, um, to make things better, like making sure that, that everyone is, is monitoring. If you have, if you're having issues with an employee and you continue to have issues with them, then you need to deal with that. And, and you yeah. know, some are not meant for law enforcement, but but um, you know, and there's always training that, that you can send your folks to, which is which is important, um, and that can be challenging, you know, with having uh, you know employee making sure you have enough employees work to send people off, but you know that's always going to be a challenge, but that's important to you know to do that, but just being able to recruit and and keep um, people in this profession. You know, our county government um, gave our, our employees a nice raise this year, and I was very, very pleased with that. Our, our commissioners have been great to support us and, and uh, give us the, you know, the resources that we need to do our jobs. But we're going to need to continue doing that. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's one thing that I, that I would like to see um, is – course you know continue to to keep our pay where it needs to be to keep to keep folks here and and to keep people from leaving here and going to other agencies i've lost employees over the years to other agencies you know and a lot of it had to do with money right um, and i you know this is gonna this can open up a whole um new area of discussion and talk but but i, I would like to see something done at the state level and i don't know exactly what that is um, but I would like to see maybe a, a, a committee develop to study this as to what we can do as a state to help law enforcement officers that are suffering from PTSD. There's a lot of cops oh, that's gotta be huge, yeah. That are that are suffering from PTSD, but they won't they're too afraid to say, Hey, I need some help because they're afraid they they think they'll lose their jobs and their profession and then do some right. stuff. Um, but that's a real thing. I mean um, you know, PTSD, if you talk to officers out here uh, with Sanford PD, with, with my agency, um, you know, Highway Patrol, you, you talk to these officers that have been in this profession for, you know, 
um, four or five years, and they have stories. Oh yeah, they all suffer from PTSD by no means, but but they have stories. They have things that that would make the average person um, have nightmares. Um, and you know, I mean, just because of the things they deal with and they see um, situations they go into that can turn on a dime, uh, things that you don't read about in the in the newspaper. Um, you know, we have when we have people that take their lives, you know, having to deal with scenes and, you know, it's real. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, people want to talk about, you know, we got to hold our law enforcement officers accountable. And, 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 I, and, I'm, and I'm all for that. But we, we also have to support them and give and, and, and provide the, the help that they need because they officers, you know, there's a lot of officers out there that need help, but they won't. They won't move forward with it because they're just they don't they don't feel like they'll be protected. Yeah, the, I mean the P, the PTSD thing is, I you know just just seeing something that that might be you know really brutal or gruesome or or tragic or whatever it might be like just seeing that and having to maintain your composure and professionalism and it, it, it's it's obvious how how easily that could turn into something like PTSD. And, and I, want, I want to mention this too. We have a wonderful personnel director here, Joyce McGee. He, I'm sure mm-hmm. you know, yeah. wonderful. And Lee County's done great. Uh, they they have a we do have a counseling um, service that that officers can get, employees can get. So the county's addressing that. But I'm 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 talking. I, I would like to see something done on the state level. Um, to and I'm not for you know, wasteful spending and just throwing money in the problem. But, but, you know, maybe, maybe eventually uh, an agency that deals with that. Um, in sure. A way. Well, you it's, just, you mentioned uh, that there's, there's people who don't want to, who don't even want to, you know, get the counseling and the existence of something like that could maybe just create a culture where it's a little more, you know, people, people aren't afraid or, or unwilling to, to seek that kind of help. That's just something that I feel that I feel passionate about with with you know with law enforcement. I just I just would like to see something done in that area to help at, at the state level that would allow officers to, to get assistance. And just because somebody suffering from PTSD doesn't mean they need to get out of law enforcement, but just having a something there that that, that could help those officers better than what we have now. Sure. And, and and that needs to be researched. That needs maybe, you know, some of our lawmakers will hear this and or somebody will say something to a lawmaker and they'll, you know, that and they'll entertain that. But I I, I definitely think that, that that needs to be addressed. Right. Especially as we move forward in the future. You've you've been playing any guitar? You know, I, I'm I'm going to start my that's one one thing that I am going to start. I'm going to start my lessons back, um, and I'm looking forward to that. I I haven't played much over the past uh, few years. Um, you know, I'm 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 kind of like that the guy that starts playing golf that really really enjoys it and loves it, but he's not that good at it. I'm that <laughs> guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of the way I am with, with guitar playing, but. But um, but I, I do enjoy that, and I I want to I, I definitely want to want to get those lessons started back. And, and, uh, 
Excellent. Well, when you're ready to get on a stage somewhere, let us know and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll promote that. Put it out later. Get to that point. Yeah. We've been doing radio and podcasting for um, well over 10 years now. And uh, back when we had a radio show, uh, Tracy Carter was one of our first original guests. And uh, he was on multiple times as, as sheriff. And it's just weird to think about, you know, he's he's retiring now. And uh, we've been at this for a long time. But uh, it's kind of the end of a chapter for the rant um, after all these years of having him on as uh, multiple radio and multiple podcast guests. So um, just a kind of, kind of sad little closing of a chapter here. Well, I think that, um, I think that, that Sheriff Carter will enjoy his retirement as, as he should. I, I do want, I really do want to do a float. And I know we talk about this every now and then, but, um, but I really think we could do a fun one. And I, I want, um, I want to dress up in some kind of masked character because uh, I got to do that in a downtown event once. And it was one of the coolest things ever because, uh, you know, everybody runs up to you. Everybody wants to, to take a picture or whatever, and they have no idea who you are. So there's a, I don't know. It was a cool experience. I, I would love to do wait that a minute. Parade. And I wait think we minute. should have some kind of parade. Float. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you Republican Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs>